Welcome on in. This is the Smash Mouth Football Podcast. It is your host, Gavin, and I'm here with uh, Mr. Patrick Smith and Chris McGuire. Um, how's it going, fellas? Please answer. <laughs> Don't sound so desperate. <laughs> uh, it's like that Jeb Bush clip where he like gives a speech and then like no one claps. He's like, please clap. <laughs> please. please clap. <laughs> please clap. Yeah. I'm doing so, Gavin. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Chris, you doing you you doing good? Yeah, I am doing swimmingly. I I I am doing so good. I don't even know what I would do with myself if I were doing any better. Wow, wow, yeah. we're jubilant here on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So let's hop right into it. Um, we already went over our picks for tonight's game. Um, well. Tonight for us, yesterday for you, uh, listeners. But um, yeah, if you're listening now, the Carolina Panthers now three zero. Or Davis Mills uh, is a baller, and Chris <laughs> is, is upset that he didn't stick with his gut. Yeah. So, uh, to get to to just uh, go back over our picks real quick. Uh, all of us, all four of us, Connor included, even though he's not in the episode. I do have Connor's picks for today, but. Uh, we all picked Carolina. I am 17 and 15 on the year. Connor is 14 and 18 on the year. Gavin is 18 and 14 on the year. And uh, Pichmini is 18 and 14 on the year. Uh, this last week, we only had two lone wolves. We had Connor with his pick of Carolina uh, against New Orleans. And Pichmini with Houston against Cleveland. Uh, Pichmini is in the leaderboard. Uh, he has the most lone wolves with three. I just want to say that there is, uh, well, one, congrats to all the people above 500 uh, doing great. Killing it. <laughs> um, and congrats to, to Chris on his 11 or five week. I, um, yeah, I, I, I had a great week. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, now, only one of us is under 500. Uh, so it seems like, uh, you know, it, you guys know who not to listen to. <laughs> that's exactly right. Don't listen exactly. to the person that's under 500. Um, speaking of, of betting, though. There, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was an update where the biggest reported bet of the NFL season so far, two weeks in, um, now, well, three weeks in, technically, now this is the third week, um, a $760,000 bet has been placed on tonight's game for the Panthers' money line to win $200,000 in return, if he's right. Um, insane that you have that much money to drop, but <laughs> I'm thinking that's a... I mean, if you got that money to spend, that's not a bad bet. Panthers money line. I don't really see a scenario where the Panthers lose here unless Davis Mills is just a god that we just don't expect. But anyways, uh, not my money. So would you have felt better about betting Panthers over Texans or, or Packers over Lions the other night? Oh, Panthers money over Texans. Because like, like the Lions, like, I mean, they were winning at halftime. Pfft. I don't. I like I said. I don't. I can't think of a scenario where the Panthers would lose this. But that's the famous last words, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's not your bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might bet it, but not not seven hundred sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, okay. Well, let's let's start with with Sunday's games. Um, or let's move on to Sunday's games. Our first game we're going to talk about is Washington at Buffalo. Um, Buffalo is a seven point favorite here. Um, Washington's still starting Taylor Heineke. Fitzpatrick is out for an un, 
known amount of time. We're still continuously shaming Peace Smitty for this. It is his fault. Uh, we will not take any other answer. So there at Buffalo, Buffalo has been a spot of concern. They lost their week one game and to the Steelers. And then they beat Miami last week, but that was without Tua. And as we talked about in the last pod, Josh Allen struggled. So what do you guys see here? Do you see, I mean, it's kind of a hard game for, for Josh Allen to get back on track. Although Washington's defense hasn't looked as amazing as everyone thought it was going to. They kind of, you know, they got fucked up. They kind of got torched last week. It, it's, I don't know. So what do you guys see happening here? I personally have Washington to cover because I feel like a whole touchdown for uh, Josh Allen that's been struggling. Um, I just don't I, – I can't lay seven points with Josh Allen the way he's been playing. I might eat my shit here, but I don't know. That's just how I feel. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, it's not only Josh Allen, right? I mean, uh, the – the Buffalo offensive line has not been great. I mean, Josh Allen's been pressured a shit ton this year already for two games. Uh, granted, one week was against the Steelers, and then the next week was against, I mean, honestly, not so great of a pass rush with the Miami Dolphins. So the fact that he was getting pressured as much as he was last week, that's cause of uh, cause for concern. But with that said, he also hasn't looked great at all. He's missed tons of wide-open people downfield that last year he was – hitting just about every time he has not looked great uh would i be surprised if they covered absolutely not i'm picking buffalo to win i'm taking washington to cover seven points taylor heineke is 14th right now in composite epa uh and cpoe so you know i think he's good enough to stay within a seven point game yeah i agree with you there um I do think we're getting close to it could be this week in the next couple of weeks, another just a Josh Allen lights out game where we're like, Oh, there's Josh Allen. Like we've been waiting for this since last year and he's back, back on track and everything. Uh, I do think Washington D looks a little bit better than they have. I don't, I'm very unsure as to why they have been as shaky as they are because there hasn't been as much of a personnel change from last year. Not much as if anything, they were supposed to go up. And their D-line just hasn't been as great as it was last year. And um, the secondary has been fine at best. But I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards Washington defense looking a little bit better. Yeah, I'm, I hate to be boring and agree with you guys. But I also will say Bills to win, Washington to cover. Yeah, that's not all four of us. Connor also picked Washington. Wow. I mean, it's just a big spread for like a team yeah. that – Gavin cut out there. Uh, we are still recording, so we will uh, we, we will we will keep Sh- going. Jump on what he was gonna say. Uh, oh, uh, sorry, I was frozen. Am I good now? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. Right. There we go. Okay, yeah, I was saying like neither. I don't know how far back, but like I, neither of these teams are bad. So it's like that's why. I mean, there's a seven point difference here. That's I don't, I don't know. It's just strange. But then again, Vegas is known for making things strange and then being right. So who knows? Um. Speaking of seven-point spreads, if you liked the last one, we got another one coming here. Um, we have Chicago at Cleveland. Um, Justin Fields making his debut, his rookie debut. He will be the starter this week. Uh, no more Andy Dalton. The Red Rifle has been put to the bench. They are in Cleveland. 
being hosted by Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Um, Browns still trying to get on track, get some cohesiveness going. Uh, the defense is, you know, on like Chris said last episode, they're on, on paper. They're really good, but they're still having to uh, learn how to play together. So we'll see. Um, regardless, it's a good defense and it'll it'll give it'll give Justin Fields some some trouble here. It's it's quite the game to, to put him in, but I, I'm not against it. I, I think everyone on the planet wants to see Justin Fields play. So I don't think anyone's complaining here. Um, seven point spread here for Cleveland. Uh, how do you guys see this going? I actually really like Cleveland here. I think, to your point just now, I think this is going to be the game where their their defense does come together and look super solid. I mean, sure, it's Justin Fields, and Justin Fields is great, and we expect him to be amazing. But also, it's his first start in the NFL against a really, really good defense on paper, which will translate this game. And I don't expect Justin Fields to have a great game, a couple great throws here and there, and he's going to look like the, the star that he will eventually be but his first start in the NFL with a not so good offensive line and a not great defense around him, I don't expect him them to be in the game all too much. I know it's seven points. I also think Baker's gonna just look really good this game. That bear secondary just I cannot get on board with. I think he's gonna light it up. So I'm gonna take the the Browns to uh, beat the spread here and and win and cover. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite of that. Uh, I do think just with the way that the Browns play, I think it's hard to maintain seven point leads. Uh, I think the Browns are going to, I think the Browns are going to win. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they cover, but we're talking about their defense and how on paper it should be good through two weeks. They are 31st in defensive EPA per play. Uh, they, even last week, if you're just using last week, I mean, against the Texans, one of a team that had Davis Mills play for an entire half and not play well, they were still 22nd for the week in EPA per play. But this defense on paper is supposed to get right. I expect them to at some point. but And maybe it is this game, but when it comes to garbage time and just the floor that a rushing quarterback like Justin Fields adds, I'm going to take the seven points with that. Yeah, um, I went back and forth on this because, like, I, I do see where Peace Mini's coming from, um, where it is, it's Justin Fields. He's going to be, you know, going against a, a pretty talented Browns team. But I just think I think seven points is is a lot. I'm going to put, I'm going to I'm going to put my money on Chicago to cover here. Uh, I, I hope it's a good game. I hope Justin Fields shows what he's capable of. Um, the Bears deserve a, a good quarterback for once uh, ever. So moving on to – this is interesting. You'd think like – so so Baltimore is at Detroit, and Baltimore is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite here. Um, I don't know. It's like only a half a point more than like Buffalo, Washington. I don't know. It's strange because like Baltimore is seen as like one of the best teams in the AFC, and – on the other end, Detroit's seen as one of the worst teams in the NFC. It's strange. I don't know. Maybe it's because Detroit played the Packers a little better than people thought they were going to in the first half. I don't know. Um, and I'm saying this. I, I, I just I think this is like one of those games where I'm going to go against my intuition here. I would pick Baltimore because Baltimore is clearly the better team. But I don't know. Something's just telling me to pick Detroit. 
to cover. Um, seven and a half points is a lot. I think it'd be a weird. I know it doesn't make sense that they would stay close, but it's one of those fuck it things. I'm just gonna, I'm going to go for it and uh, and hope it hope it play, uh, pans out. Uh, Mini. Um, so I'm uh, looking at me over here rooting for all these other AFC North teams. I think the Ravens, the Ravens are one of those teams. And even last week, and I kind of shit on them in the sense that I said there was almost no chance that they could beat the Chiefs. Boy, was I wrong. Just get that out there. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Second of all, the Ravens are a team that when they get up, especially on a bad team, there's just no coming back. They run it down your throat. It's so impossible to slow them down. If they get up two scores, I, I just don't see the Lions even having a chance at coming back. Lions have, like, sure, they were blown out in week one and ended up covering, and they stayed in a good chunk of the game last week with the with the Packers, but they're due for, like, a shit, shit loss, and this is going to be that game. And the Ravens are going to look super good and blow them out of the water. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going to pick Baltimore. I. I mean, exactly what Peachman said. I mean, we've we've seen it before. I mean, each of the. I mean, you just think back. Uh, week one of 2019, uh, against Miami, where the Ravens quite clearly could have just ran the ball the rest of the game, like after the first quarter, because after the first quarter it was like 28 nothing. Lamar already had like four passing touchdowns, and then he just they just kept fucking scoring i think they had like 63 points in that game or something like that and then last year week one against the browns they just well this is a team and there's there's a bunch of different cases you can bring up to the ravens but this is a team that they don't stop they put their foot on the gas and they keep going they want to score as many points as possible like they're like the anti-browns like the browns for example they just like they run it and try and running out the clock uh, the Browns probably should have been more aggressive against the Chiefs. That's probably the difference between why they lost and why the Ravens won. The Ravens were the aggressor and the uh, Browns weren't. The Ravens are so aggressive to where a shitty team like the Browns probably has no shot of winning this game. And I'm fairly certain that the Ravens are going to cover. Well, you said the Browns there, but I think you meant the Lions, right? Well, Lions. Yeah, Lions are a team. Sorry, <laughs> Browns, are, Browns are a very good team. Browns are a very good team. Sorry. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, everything you said is right. I just, again, like one of the, it goes against every single bit of logic that I have where Detroit should suck ass. I mean, it's here. a lot of points. I get it. I get it. It's yeah. a lot of points. Where'd Connor go? Connor, uh, oh, i got to say his, uh, so he picked Chicago and then he picked Baltimore for this game as well. Uh-huh. Well, I'll take a little. Wolf Gavin. Yeah. yeah. Um, those either work or they don't. So I got a 50 50 shot, right? So, yeah, that's, <laughs> okay, how we're, yeah, that's exactly how. Yeah. All right. The Colts are going into Tennessee um, as a five point underdog. The Colts have been struggling. They are 0 2 now. Carson Wentz hasn't looked great. Um, Wentz fans are trying to say that it's the O line being bad. Uh, there's the, the idea going around. It's like, it's kind of funny how everywhere Wentz goes, though, a line's bad. And then, I don't know, it's like almost like it's not a coincidence. Um, his style of play just invites a lot of pressure, invites a lot of hurries. And it's just, it's not great. And and so, I don't know. It's, it's also a really weird matchup, though. Uh, these are the two teams 
obviously that are going to be contending for the division. Um, if it's really a contention at all, I mean, Tennessee might just run away with it because this division's just so bad, but I, I expect the Colts to eventually start winning. Um, this is a little tough though. I do think that Indianapolis covers here though. Um, I just, it's a divisional game. Carson Wentz is bound to have a decent game eventually. I don't know if they win, but I do like him Carson Wentz is probably out though. Is he? Oh, because he has sprained both of his ankles, right? Is that? Yeah. So, so, right now, way. it looks like yeah, it's going to be. I mean, I don't know how much of a smoke screen this is. No, uh, not. Yeah, but, it, was, it was between Eason and the other dude, right? No, not even that. It looked like it was going to be a quarterback committee. Uh, I mean, it could, could be entirely a smoke screen. How many times have we heard in the past that a quarter that a coach was going to play two different quarterbacks and just not happen? Um, but it's supposed to be Eason and Brett Huntley. Brett Huntley, yeah, yeah. I actually saw that tweet today, and then I had flashbacks to, um, was that Brett Huntley that Packers game versus the yeah. Bears? Yeah, yeah, yep. That was the last time we saw that where Cleo Mack made Brett Huntley's bitch for three quarters or whatever. So, oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was <laughs> that was really bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. um yeah, it's so definitely it's fuck, weird. So I forgot it, about that. Okay, so you think I, it over. I'll, let me let me give you my opinion on it. Okay. I think that this is this is a very weird game because, for example, like the the Indianapolis Colts, they haven't been able to really muster many drives whatsoever, just in general. Uh, granted, this is not a good Tennessee Titan team, but now you're talking it's about garbage Tennessee defense. But yeah, it's a, it's a bad, really bad Tennessee defense. But yet again, Tennessee defense was able to keep them in the game last week against a much better offense in the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, granted, they, they still give the up 27. Yeah, they played uh, the Seahawks. Oh, fuck. Oh, I was. Field goal in overtime. Yeah, I mixed Henry. the two teams up. I mixed the two teams up. Indianapolis played. Uh, the Rams. Fuck. See, Gavin and I are just both not in the right state of mind. Indianapolis <laughs> yeah, I the, the starting Rams. quarterback is Chris. Forget. Yeah, Indi- <laughs> yeah. Indianapolis played the Rams last week. Tennessee played the Cardinals. Okay, my fault. Tennessee I played the Seahawks. Tennessee <laughs> played the Cardinals in week one. Fuck. Last Wait, fuck. No, 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 no. Fuck. God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. Do you watch God, football? I, yes. Indianapolis played the Rams. Tennessee Fucking played the Seahawks. Yes, Derrick Henry had the fucking crazy ass run, and then there's the almost a safety to end the game. Okay, I fucked up. <laughs> up. Chris fucked up. Okay, maybe my hat's so a little Chris, bit too. Just, just if, for up. all those keeping track at home, Chris fucked up twice, and Gavin only did it once. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so. Whatever. Either way. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, uh, yeah, this Tennessee defense is so bad, but it is Brent Huntley. It is Jacob Eason. And the Colts, usually what they've been able to do the past two years is they've been able to really keep their corners from really like they haven't had great corners, but they've been able to hide all their weaknesses with their zone scheme. And so far this season for two weeks, they're just getting eaten alive and they're going against A.J. Brown, who he himself needs to get out of his own head because he's he's had a bunch of drops. What a this is a great week for him to do so because the Colts are struggling so much with their corners. And then they have Julio Jones, and then of course try have fun trying to tackle Derrick Henry. Five points isn't that much, with all things considered. Like Carson Wentz is out, starting quarterback is out. You're getting a quarterback with no starting experience, and then Brett Huntley, who 
what is that experience even fucking worth? I'm going to take Tennessee. Five points isn't that much to me, honestly. I'm just going to say I'm not going to I'm not going to go into anything. I'm just going to switch my pick Tennessee only because of the Jacob Eason shit. Like that's it. So I forgot. Yeah, I think this is a Ryan Tannehill Tennessee offense get right game. They're all going to look good. And if it were Carson Wentz, the game might be a little bit closer. The offense might be competent, but I don't see Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley keeping it, keeping up with Tannehill. This is, this is a game where Derrick Henry is going to rush for another 150 and Tannehill is going to throw for 200, 225 and just like drop three or four touchdowns as well. They're just going to look really good. The offense is going to look great. I'm taking Tennessee for sure. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, now we have a, uh, another divisional matchup. We have the Los Angeles chargers in Arrowhead stadium facing the chiefs chiefs coming off a, loss to the Ravens last week, last Sunday night. Um, Chargers also coming off a loss to the Dallas Cowboys. So the Chargers have now played in two very low scoring games. Um, I don't expect that to continue this week. Uh, I also wanted to just say that I'm very happy that Derwin James is back and playing at an elite level. Uh, that's It's just really good because the NFL is, is, is a better place with Derwin James. Um KC is a six and a half point favorite here. Uh, I, I'll let you guys make your picks first before I go. KC's been keeping them close these couple weeks. I don't, I don't as great as their offense is. I don't know. They they seem to let everybody climb back, and they literally did. They let the Ravens climb back last week, and they won. And the and the thing is, they had to climb back in week one too. It wasn't even like it yeah, wasn't even right. like yeah, they were down. They didn't lead the yeah, entire they, game until that last touchdown. Which is yeah, they, they did. It just it, I don't know. It, so I'm just in such a weird spot with how I feel about the Chiefs. I mean, for like they're just they're such an annoying team. They really are. They're just so annoying because they're so good, and it's like they don't even fucking try. Like it's literally like it's painful to watch them sometimes because it's just like like at some point. And obviously, like, this isn't at all factual, but at some point it feels like some of these plays, like the first two weeks, I mean, like Mahomes this past week, Mahomes didn't look good this past week. He just had, like, two, like, five-yard passes that Kelsey and then uh, uh, Byron Pringle just took to the house. And then the first week he had that crazy pass to Tyreek, which, granted, like, it was, like, a crazy play by Mahomes, but it was also a prayer that he just put it up there and he just hoped that Tyreek would come down with it. Like and also that hasn't Kelsey been... run where he threw that. It was a decent pass, and then Kelsey like rumbled another thirty yards into the end zone. That's what I mean. Like it's just like it's so frustrating. It's like this offense just it just looks like they have no ability. I mean, obviously they have the ability, but they just haven't shown it so far. They've not been in any sort of rhythm whatsoever. But yet they're so fucking talented that doesn't matter, and they're still putting up thirty plus. Like they don't have to be in rhythm to score 30 plus. So imagine if they actually played within their system and actually like, like, like they could be scoring 40 points every fucking game. I, I don't know. They're very frustrating. And it just, I, maybe I'm getting flashbacks to last year where I would pick the chiefs a shit ton, but I'm not picking the chiefs this game. I think Justin Herbert's going to play well. I think the chiefs just keep it way too close. Uh, six and a half against a good chargers team with a good defense and Justin Herbert. I expect to get back on track against a, Honestly, really not so great Chiefs defense. 
Yeah, I think I picked the Chiefs the last two weeks and they didn't work out. But yeah, also like you said, you're having flashbacks because I remember last season you were you were on the uh, the whole idea of the Chiefs are you know sleepwalking, they're coasting, and then they got they got beat by the Raiders, and then you know it kind of kicked them back into gear a little bit, kind of. Uh, maybe that's what happens this week. I'm still not going to bet on it though. I'm still going to I'm going to keep the I'm going to pick the Chargers to keep it close. Um, Herbert, yeah, like you said, Herbert's going to have a good game. Hopefully, I mean, like I said, they have last two weeks. I mean, they they beat the Washington football team. It was a low scoring game. It was in the low twenties, and then they just lost to the Cowboys uh, off a off a, a kick. So, and that was also low scoring. They can't they can't score twenty one points in this game and expect to win. I mean, you you got to score thirty five and. So, but still, I, I think Justin Herbert slings it. I'll, I'll pick him to stay within six and a half. I mean, they don't, you know, so. Yeah. All right. Did you uh, I did not, actually. Oh, you talked. You didn't give a pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to take the Chiefs. I think Mahomes knows last week was a big loss against their an AFC contender. Arguably, they're one right behind them. I think he knows. I think the whole Chiefs know. I think it's to what you were just talking about, the Chiefs on autopilot last year. They were sleepwalking, blah, blah, blah. This has got to be a wake-up call game for them. Huge game. They lost it. They got to come in here and, and squash these Chargers to look like they're back to the team that they are. Do, do they have to, though? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if they will, but we're about to find out. All right. New Orleans. Talk about disappointing. Last week, uh, my beloved Carolina Panthers just fucking spanked the Saints bad. Held uh, who some believe to be the best running back in the NFL to five rushing yards throughout the entire game and only like 25 receiving yards. Um, Jameis Winston got sacked, I believe it was 48 times uh, last game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, we saw flashbacks to vintage J- Jameis. He's getting, you know, dragged to the ground and he just does a 180 and slinks it into triple coverage, like not even anywhere close. It happened twice. And I was like, oh, that, you know, there's the Jameis we all know and love uh, in Carolina. So that's what we saw for a few years uh, when he was back in Tampa. So it didn't look good. Didn't look good at all. Did, did not look like the same team that just Molly Watt, the, the Packers week one. So we're back here to get a get right game um, in New England versus the rookie Mac Jones. This is a weird game. It's weird. I don't really know how either of these teams are going to go because we're still trying to figure out Mac Jones. We're still trying to figure out this New England roster, if it's good, if it's not. New Orleans just had two very different weeks back to back. And I think that's kind of the Jameis experience. Um, He might throw for five touchdowns or get shit on the entire game. I don't know. Uh, They were missing a lot of starters. Don't get me wrong. So. Um, I don't know how many of them are coming back this week, but uh, I am going to pick New Orleans to cover here. Uh, it's only three points, but still, I, I'm, I expect them to get back on track. Yeah, uh, I'm also picking New Orleans. There's really no, uh, there's really not much analysis to it. Uh, it's just more of, uh, I think this is really the first real uh, offensive challenge for uh the Patriots so far this season. Uh, I mean, Tua the first week, like like they've more or less had Tua's number so far uh, throughout his young career. And then last week, they obviously picked off uh, Zach Wilson five times. This is I don't think this could be the case though. With Jameis, now that I'm saying it out loud, it would 
it would entirely be a Jameis thing to do to have five interceptions. Uh, but I think Sean Payton's going to have a scheme. I think they're going to be able to keep it within three or win. Uh, but Connor disagrees. He picks New England. Uh, I'm going to go with Connor. Uh, I'm going to take New England. No real rhyme or reason to it. I not putting for some reason I feel like put my uh my faith in Mac Jones before James Winston. Don't ask me why. I mean you can ask me why, and I'll point to last week's game as to why. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just gonna go with New England. Not a whole lot of like you said analysis to it. Just feeling it. All right. Well, there we go. Um, so that's two for two, or two v two. Talk about a shit show for this next game. Uh, Chris, do, do you, I don't even really want to talk about it because I hate this line so much and I don't really know. I, I don't want to pick either way. Atlanta's in New York facing the Giants. Giants are a three point favorite. Danny Dimes is diamond it. Atlanta sucks balls. What, how do you, how do you see this going here? Uh, I don't know. I see it going either way because uh, so the Giants just find new ways to lose, but yet they're also playing the team who is literally cursed and they finds the different new ways to lose. So exactly. So uh, just for that fact, I can't believe I'm doing this three weeks in a row. I'm picking the Giants for the third week in a row. It's not even like a necessarily like a thing I've wanted to do. It's not like I'm like homering it. It's just I, I thought they can stay within range with Teddy Bridgewater wrong uh i was right last week saying they could uh stay within range against washington uh i it's fucking atlanta i think atlanta is just such a dog shit team to be honest so i'm picking the giants and it might bite me in the ass yeah fuck atlanta i picked the giants too i'm not even really gonna go into it i just yeah i, I, I hate atlanta so i i'm you know go ridley he's on my fantasy team not to pull a connor <laughs> but that's <laughs> I'm going to take the Giants, too. Uh, Atlanta's defense is just so bad. And I, uh, I Matt Ryan also looked brutal last week at a couple points. Uh, give me give me the G-men. What con pick? Connor also picked the Giants, which actually shocked me. I figured he'd go against the Giants. Yeah. Um, God, Honestly, the next, the next, like, four games... We just blow through. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe okay. not this one. This one no, actually has something. No, not this one necessarily, but definitely going to give Peace Smitty the first go here. Obviously, it's his, it's his, his boys. Cincinnati's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh only being a three-point favorite after Joe Burrow throwing three interceptions. Um, I don't know. Yeah, tell us why Pittsburgh's going to win. <laughs> I certainly hope they do. This is maybe that three-point spread has to do with the fact that. Ben coming out here the other day saying, "Yeah, I can't really extend my arm out without it hurting really bad," because his freaking he busted his pec in the game at a point yeah. that he also has no idea as to when he hurt it. That's literally what he said. I just can't keep up with the freaking Big Ben chronicles here. Of maybe it's because he's forty years weird. old. Yeah, <laughs> me, it's only three points, and the Steelers are at home. Defense got a lot of injuries. Uh Deontay's did not practice again today, Thursday. We'll see how Friday goes. Highsmith did not practice. Watts back in limited, which is good. He's at least on the field, looking like he's going to play. Oh, God, I'm just so unexcited for this game. I really yeah, It's bad. I don't like it either. 
I'll just take the Steelers. I don't. If they lose at home to fucking Burrow, bro. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, I'm with you. I just. I don't. I don't. I'm not excited about it either. So is Connor, and I am not. I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, I'll tell you why. I think Cincinnati, uh, I mean, for one, I think this is a trap game. I think three points uh, for a team for like the Steelers that should be much better than Cincinnati. I feel like that line is just trying to trick you. Uh, I think, uh, or maybe I'm overthinking it, but Cincinnati, I think, uh, you know, even though Burrow had a bad week this past week, I think with with how many weapons they have on that offense and the Steelers not necessarily, I mean, let's be real. I mean, they, they've, they've not looked good offensively, whether it's running the ball, passing the ball, like whoever wins this game, I expect it to be a three point or less game. And, and that's just, that's just the bottom line. I, I think it's just one of those games that's going to be extremely close because even if the Steelers win, I don't believe in them to be able to play anybody away, especially if big Ben doesn't start for whatever reason. So I'm I'm taking Cincinnati and don't be shocked. I wouldn't even be shocked if they won. All right. Well, if you were looking for an exciting game, <laughs> you're not going to find one here. Uh, we got Arizona at Jacksonville here. Um, Arizona is a seven and a half point favorite. Um, I'm just I'm not even going to try to get cute here. I'm just taking Arizona with the seven and a half. Seven and a half is a fuck ton of points, but like. I just don't care. I don't, I don't. Trevor Lawrence has not been playing well. He's thrown the highest percentage of uncatchable passes uh, this year. Um, And it's the most since 2009 outside of Tim Tebow and Seneca Wallace through two games. Um, That's bad. That's really bad. So company right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So not really who we thought he was going to be. It's two fucking games. I understand. Urban Meyer's your coach. You're in Jacksonville. I get it. You're, it's an uphill battle here. But you're going against Arizona, um, a co-MVP candidate in Kyler Murray. I just think he's going to light it up. And I just don't think Jacksonville can keep up. And Kyler's going to just – he's going to have seven total touchdowns tomorrow <laughs> or Sunday. No, I, not, I mean, hot, bold take. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm uh, not going to get too deep. Uh, Jacksonville hasn't shown me anything, any reason to to look for them, to lean towards them. Kyler's looked really good. Jacksonville defense is not really good. Kyler's going to continue to put on a show, and I'm excited. Yeah, there's uh, there is. I don't. I don't know if there's another coach besides like Jason Garrett that I want out of the league more than Urban Meyer. Um, even Zach Taylor. Uh, here's the thing about Zach Taylor. Uh, so I don't have to go too deep into this game. I will t- say something about Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor gets a lot of shit, but he shouldn't be in this position. He, he like legitimate. Like I feel bad for him because he got he got promoted way too quick to a head coaching position. It just like like he was barely a coordinator ever. He had like one year of experience as a coordinator, and all of a sudden he's expected to be a head coach. I feel bad for the guy. Urban Meyer has years of coaching experience, and yet he's a fucking idiot. Put it like this whole comment, like every team's Alabama, and someone someone made the comment. It's like this man came into the NFL and expected there to be a Purdue in the division. It's like, <laughs> like you are no Purdue. Fucking, if like, 
No fucking shit. Like this is like this is the NFL. Every player on a roster was the best of their conferences in college. Like a fucking course that it's like playing Alabama every week. You fucking moron. Yeah, it's oh like it's God. almost like I, half like the entire 2018 Alabama roster is like in the NFL. It's like I, it's, I don't know. It's just duh. Move on. Jet, Jets at Denver. Just, yeah, God yeah. Damn. Jets at Denver. God. The, like you said, the, these these spreads, these next few spreads are, are kind of rough. Uh, God, the Jets are in mile high, and they're 10.5-point underdogs. <sighs> I really don't want to pick the Jets here. I really, I really, really don't. But I'm going to just because 10.5 is just uh, so much. And, and Teddy, like I said last week, I'm selling high on Teddy. Not that I think they're going to lose by any means. I just... I don't think he's going to like shred the jets. Um, Zach Wilson did look awful last week. He threw four picks. Denver's defense is really good, but dude, 10 and a half. Just like, I don't know. They they played the Panthers week one. It was 19 to 14. Panthers have a pretty good defense too. Apparently. I don't know, dude. I just, I don't like this game and I'm just going to take the jets and walk away. So, yeah, I, that's how I feel. I'm taking the Jets here with the points. I mean, I think there's a gross overreaction to a five-interception game against a Belichick-led uh, defense. Uh, I I mean, against the number one defense in the league as of right now for two weeks, the Panthers, uh, it was just a five-point game. And I would like to – and it's kind of similar to, like, I mean, Sam Darnold's in a very good scheme uh, with very good weapons, only 19 points, only one by five. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, same exact, same exact deal. I, I, I don't see Zach Wilson just throwing five interceptions again. I don't see him losing by more than eleven. Uh, so, I mean, it could happen, obviously, but I'm, I'm picking the Jets. I'm gonna take the Jets too. It's a lot of points. I don't know how much stock do you guys put into like it being in, you know, in Denver. And, you know, it's Wilson's third start of the NFL. You think that it's going to – I mean, he looked like shit last week. Why is he going to yeah, look like less scary. shit this week? It is it's scary. The, Bron- <laughs> the Broncos are good. He's, they have know, a good I, defense. Yeah. I mean, I don't – so I'm not confident in this pick. I mean, I just – they could get blown the fuck out. I just I – mean, <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. Look, so yeah, I'll, I'll jump with you guys and take the Jets. The only analysis you need is too many points. That's yep. all I got to say. Too many yeah, points. I just—it's so hard for me to pass up points like that. Yeah, I'll take the Jets. Yeah, uh, Connor agrees. He's picking the Jets as well. Uh, next game. Yeah, Miami is in Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas is a four and a half point uh, favorite here. What do you guys? Okay, fuck. I mean, it's so tough because because Tua is going to be out. It's Jacoby Brissett. It's looking like because Tua has some frac- has fractured ribs. We don't really know how long he's going to be out. We don't really need to probably go too far into this one. Um, I'm going to just take going to take Las Vegas just because it's Brissett. So, yeah, that's how I feel. I'm just I mean Vegas. They so question to you guys, and not to get too deep into this because we do got to hurry this up. Uh, I actually feel like all of the shit that the Bengals have been getting this entire offseason for picking Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell, all that shit. I think all of that heat that was going towards the Bengals should have gone to the Dolphins. 
because they didn't pick a Jamar Chase. They picked a Jalen Waddle, which granted, I like Jalen Waddle as a prospect. But Miami has, they probably have the worst set of tackles in the fucking league. And they're going against a defense that has like 57 pressures for the first two games. And they should be feasting against this horrendous, horrendous offensive line set of tackles that the uh, Dolphins have. And the Dolphins drafted one of those two in the first round. So, yeah. So, it like the Dolphins' offensive line, their tackles just look horrendous. I I think this is going to be a tough game for Brissett. Uh, I'm taking Vegas. uh, And yeah. Is this line still holding two right now with two officially out? There's no way, right? Um, I don't know. I can ch- I can check real quick, but uh, just curious about you know, how, if it has drastically changed since the news. Yeah, I mean, we got. Like the, it was surprising got, that he's supposed to be out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take uh, Vegas as well, but Connor's picking Las Vegas as well. Next game, probably the toughest game of. The Slater games this week. Yeah, it, I think this is going to be a really great game. Obviously, it's Tampa Bay at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Tampa is a one and a half point favorite. Um, I mean, if you're basically just asking who I think is going to win, like that's just how it, I'm not going to bet on a one point game. So uh, I'm going to bet Tampa here. Uh, I just I think I think they're Tom Brady's a better quarterback. I mean, Matt Stafford's been playing really well, but I just I just don't see why you would pick the Rams here. I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah, that, that Vegas line is still four and a half. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Um, so just to just talk about this game just a little bit, the, a lot of what the Rams do on offense, like their entire passing identity is basically passing off of plays that look like they're going to be runs like play. just a very heavy play action scheme. And even when, they're not in play action. They're like their entire passing is just built off the run. This is the number one rushing defense the past year, year like, and very early in the season they seem to not be stopping there. They're extremely, extremely good run defense. And with that being the case, I'm interested to see how the Rams are going to answer uh, in terms of their passing scheme, the passing concept that they call. And I think is overall the Bucks are just up and down are the best roster in the NFL. The one worry that I have is that Tampa Bay is having to travel west and play the Rams, so I was tempted to pick the Rams just based off of that, but I'm going to pick Tampa Bay here. I just think they're just the better team, and I think they're going to come out on top of it. First game in Brady's career, he'll be playing in Los Angeles. <clears throat> Los Angeles, too, by the way, which is wild. That's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. I remember that stat from last year, and then it never happened, and it's crazy. Um... Yeah, I'm also going to take Tampa Bay here. Um, Rams almost lost to the Colts last week. That was a really close game, closer than it should have been, certainly. Uh, Stafford should have really been able to light up that, that secondary. He's not going to be able to light up the Bucks secondary as much as he should have been able to with the Colts. I I agree with you guys. How are you, how are you not taking Tampa here? Yeah, I mean. Uh, and Connor is not. Connor is picking the Rams. God, what wow. an ass. <laughs> wow. All right. Moving on to Seattle at Minnesota. Uh, Seattle's a two and a half point favorite here. Um, kind of a crushing loss last week. And, well, same with Minnesota, really. Minnesota lost on that last minute 
missed kick uh, against the Cardinals. Again, stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> so anyway, what do you guys think? I mean, I it's just Seattle and Minnesota, they're both – I mean, Seattle, I think, is the, obviously the better team here, but just – I don't know. Seattle kind of has those weird games. When's the last time Seattle has played a normal game of football where they just win how they're supposed to win and it's just not a weird game? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like, know. It's strange. Oh, right? sorry. No, I yeah, no, it is they're cursed. It it is weird, but uh, so here's my analysis for the game because I don't want to dive too much into this game. Uh, it's a two and a half point spread, uh, and the Vikings are gonna miss a game winning kick, and that's how they're gonna lose by two and a half. Nice. So that's yeah. my analysis for the game. No, no, in general, in actuality, it's just this Minnesota defense. It's actually really disappointing because I thought they're gonna be better. Uh. And they're just not. And they're going against a Seattle offense that's firing in all cylinders right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're Seattle, they they uptake their play-action passing game. It's a great scheme. And uh, going against Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, it's, you know, Seattle's defense isn't great either, but I don't necessarily trust Minnesota to come away. I think Russell Wilson versus Kirk Cousins is what it comes down to. Uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking Russ. Yeah, I'll take Seattle too. I've always been on the board on board with them, you know, being playing close games all the time and never knowing how to win a real game. As you know, we saw last week, a game that they should have won ended in overtime and almost taking a safety in overtime and losing that way, which would have been incredibly embarrassing. Um, have been but Russ has looked good. Key. What'd you say? I said it probably should have been a safety low key. I, I don't it was, know. He was close, but I mean, he because he was in the end zone. <laughs> he was. He was. Nah, I don't know. Then not that it matters. They lost anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think Russ is going to look good here. Um, hope it's a, a fun high score game. And kind of what it looks like it's going to be. But yeah, give me give me Seattle. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, it kind of gets me nervous whenever we all pick the same. But well, let's see what Connor picks. Is he, is he lone wolf in it? Does no, Connor like- also picks Seattle. Wow, we've had a didn't lot pick of the Vikings. Um, yeah, this is a very chalky week. I, I figured it would be with a lot of these lines. It's a very weird week, and it's either we're all it's... gonna get shit on by Vegas. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's why I try to throw in some weird picks, but I still it's hard. So, okay, another weird game that we're going here: uh, Green Bay at San Francisco. Um, so, so Green Bay's, you know, the first two weeks, we know what happened week one. They got spanked. They came back. They beat the Lions um, in prime time. Um, San Francisco is also, they're playing well. They're 2-0, and and Jimmy G is still a starter. San Francisco is a three-point favorite here. I don't remember if I said that or not. Um, I, it's, they're not at home, but I don't know. I'm still going to pick Green Bay. Uh, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is a good game here. I do expect this to be a good game, though. Yeah, I'm picking Green Bay as well. I think they have an emphasis because week one, they were not able to get this offense to play in structure whatsoever. It looked a lot like the old, like, not the old, but the the Aaron Rodgers offense prior to 2020, uh, 2020, where it was basically him just trying to carry the offense unnecessarily. Uh, mm-hmm. And then week two, they put huge emphasis, granted it was the Lions, on running the ball and playing playing in structure and making sure that Aaron Rodgers feels comfortable. I think they're going to do this again this week and it's Aaron Rodgers with the point. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that. 
I am going to take the 49ers for literally no other fact other than that I don't want to pick with you guys. Wow. Lone Wolf. That's it. That's the only reason, and it's going to work out for me. Yeah, Connor also picked the Packers. Uh, and can, can you guys guess for this last game, Dallas three and a half uh, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Can you guess who Connor picked? No. The Eagles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he must yeah right. No, no, he picked he picked the Cowboys, and since I'm talking, I'll just I'll just go I'll just go with it. Uh, I'm also gonna pick the Cowboys. Uh, I do think there's actually some. Uh, I think there's a real chance it's a closer game than a lot of people expect. Uh, but I'm gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys. I, their defense looks better than expected. Uh, granted, they are missing some players. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence for one, and I, but Micah Parsons at edge last week looked like a fucking monster, and this offense is just there's so much talent, and as long as Dak Prescott doesn't just turn the ball over uh, or make some like silly pass, I I don't know I I don't really trust Philadelphia in this matchup. I'm picking Dallas. Yeah, I I, I see it being like Dak's gonna he's gonna air it out like he does. Um... But Dallas and Philly is always a good game, and and so it could really go either way. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if they split this year, but who knows which game it's going to be. Um, I'm still gonna I'm gonna pick Dallas. I'm not super confident in it, but I just think if it comes down to having to air the ball out, I'd trust Dak over Jalen Hurts. Uh, I do think Jalen Hurts has played very well in these first two weeks. Um, didn't really. He had a really good week one. He still had a pretty decent week two. And didn't really light up the scoreboard. Uh, as much, but he still he got the win, right? So, no, wait, no, they did they they lost, it was they lost to the four, they lost to yes, the forty nineers seventeen to eleven. That's right, yeah. So ah, tied up scoreboard right. asshole scoreboard. I, I literally just said the Niners were two and zero, and then went and said they lost. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so they only put up eleven points. Jalen Hurts didn't play a, a particularly bad game, but just the offense really just. Couldn't really get a whole lot going. Um, this Dallas team, this Dallas defense isn't as good, although they did hold the Chargers last week to not a lot of points. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Dallas Monday night. Yeah, I really want to be different. Oh, my gosh. I re- it's going to be another one of all four of us taking Dallas. That sucks. <laughs> it's just that it's really kind sucks. Of, like Chris said, it's kind of chalky. But all right, well, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna do what I did on the last pick and take the Eagles. Then I, I don't. Hopefully, it's a closer game than it is. God, Real me would have would have taken the Cowboys with you guys. You should let me go first, because when I hear <laughs> you guys all in agreement with something else, it's just no fun for me to just say, "Yeah, I agree." <laughs> all right, well, that concludes this week's picks. Oh, we, I almost said, "Who did Connor pick?" We already went over that. Uh, as if we even needed to specify. So, all right. Well, we will talk to you next week whenever all of us get fucked by Vegas uh, and we all go fucking six yeah, and bet ten. against us, guys. Bet against all of us. All of us. Every... Uh, all right. Well, I will talk to you next week and uh, hopefully Connor isn't here. No, I'm just kidding. We love Connor. Uh Oof. All right, fellas. Peace.